0: And it's something that's like drilled into us, which is really based on racism, because like most people who have less textured hair are more white, Mm -hmm. like they still black, but they probably they was the outside slaves.
1: Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast. I've
0: got time with Sherry and Shaquayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships and healing to become aligned with the best version of ourselves. What's up, Buttercup? Mm, Nothing.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Maxing and relaxing, doing what I gotta do. You know, I know I can. You know. Okay. How you doing? How you feeling? What's good?
0: (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel, honestly. No, no, it can't be put into words. Just a heavy sigh.
1: I feel that one hundred percent. I was just trying to be a little lighthearted for the camera, <laughs>
0: positive. Yeah. Listen, one thing you're you don't have to worry about me is fake faking the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Do you have anything you want to get off your chest? Capitalism can suck it. Yeah. Anyone to elaborate or was that it? Just a, a bold statement. <laughs> just a bold statement, you know. Right. Um, I had a couple of things I wanted to get off my chest. I feel like I haven't really got nothing off my chest in a while. I'm proud of yeah. me. For complaining directly to you, and not just the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this week, um. Well, actually, last week I was Mm -hmm. researching content and then I seen a TikTok or something. They were talking about the where's male birth control at? Mm -hmm. And like uh, they came through with some statistics. Apparently, 500,000 men in America elect to get um, a um,
1: A vasectomy? Yeah, a vasectomy Mm -hmm. every
0: year while. Almost a million abortions are had every year. You know, a lot of men feel like
1: getting a vasectomy makes them less of a man. But having children doesn't make you a man.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, especially if you don't take care of them. It makes you fertile. (laughs) it seems like you wasn't planning on taking care of him anyways since the old girl got an abortion yeah (laughs) I mean I feel like um, because science is pushed by a masculine energy there's always going to be an imbalance as far as what medical advancements for you know like what do you call it like how you stop having babies what do you call that again Uh, um infertile no that means you can't have a baby but either way yeah it's it's always not going to be equal because men are not thinking about they need to be taking something to prevent pregnancy because they feel like that's our job Just like women feel like it's men's job to bring a condom to sex because they the one who have to wear it. It's kind of like one of those things. But I think that that's why it's so important and representation matters for us to have more women in these fields so that they can create conversations that men don't even think of. Like, why? how many of these abortions could be prevented if some of these men were on male birth control? Mm -hmm. And so, it's ridiculous. It's a personal thing, like what you said about them... Having some insecurity related to the fact that they um are, what do they say? They'd be like, I'm not cutting off my manhood. Yeah, like Girl, your dick is still there. That's not how it works. <laughs> Get on YouTube. The information is there. That's not what they're doing. Your penis is not being cut off.
1: It reminded <laughs> me of an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine when Terry was getting the vasectomy. Oh, yeah. And he kept saying that he was getting
0: it cut off. (laughs) (laughs) That makes no sense. It's honestly ridiculous. It's um, a super uninvasive procedure. If a woman go in and get her tubes tied, that's like a real thing. Versus like they get in and get out of there with the vasectomy. And so, especially for people who are in long-term relationships or marriages, planning a family together, the best and most convenient thing to do would be for the man to get a vasectomy anyways.
1: Yeah, because depending on, I guess, the type, it can be reversible. Yeah, Yeah. it can
0: be. And like people can reverse getting their tubes tied too, but it's a, a whole shebang.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but... Reversing getting a dupes top. Huh? You know... I often refer to it as getting snipped. I know someone that got snipped. A woman. Not a dog. Not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and... Her healing process... Was also another thing ca- that confirmed. You know what? I'm not even going to attempt. To. Move anything down there. It like added to me not wanting kids. Because mm-hmm. like. Just the idea of everything that happens. In the vagina. And all the stuff.
0: All the complications. The healing. It was just. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean. Pregnancy is a lot. Even. Even. Not getting pregnant is a lot because getting your period every month is a reminder that ain't no babies in you. You know? I'm not mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You don't even be having one for real. Like, of course you're not mad at it. I'm saying, like, the reminder. <laughs> the reminder is the blood. The damn bonds that you keep having to purchase. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> Either way, I felt like that was just worth discussing because this is another one of those problems, I feel like, that are created for women by men. Mm -hmm. And maybe if more education was available to men, then they would be more willing to be on birth control or to even get vasectomies. So, yeah. Yeah, That's crazy. Because if you had three kids you have a ba- your baby at the hospital, they going to ask you, do you want to get your tubes out? I don't never see them offering that shit to niggas. It's
1: like, hey, so while you're here, buddy, you want to do this again?
0: And it's crazy <laughs> because a woman can only have one baby every nine months, but a man, he could get a, get a bitch pregnant every day. Multiple times a day if he wanted to. That's Why scary. are we the ones that our reproduction is being limited? It honestly don't even make no fucking sense if we're yeah. thinking about it. It's like, it really don't make sense the way birth control has been marketed towards women as preteens. Nobody's telling niggas, hey (laughs) man. You know, they don't have to worry about it.
1: You want to spread your loins? Yeah. Spread your, what do they call it? Spread your... Seed? Is that it? Seed sounds so gross. It sounds biblical. <laughs> It'll sound Spread like your Depot. seed. Ew. <laughs> it's giving <Blacked>. mm-hmm. black. Black.
0: <laughs> if you know, you know. Mm. <laughs> sound like you really know. <laughs>
1: Uh, shout out, Jason Love. <laughs> shout out, I guess. I don't know him, but pre before I found out how corny he was on social media, then I was like, oh, why you gotta ruin this for me? Like most people,
0: yeah, liked it better when I didn't know you. I seen this um, YouTube video the other day, and it was that girl Elsa. You know her? Mm-mm. She. Like, started getting really famous on TikTok, like, during the pandemic. She's, like, a dark-skinned African girl. And, like, she used to look kind of toe-up from the flow-up, and now she glowed up. And oh. she used to make those funny videos, uh-huh. and she'll be, like, laughing, like... Yeah, that's my nigga. Shut up. She was saying that um she had, like, met Naomi Campbell and basically had started hanging out with her. And mm-hmm. then Naomi Campbell started telling people that she made her. And it's like, you wouldn't have never even talked to her if she didn't have a social media following Mm. or nothing like that. Like, that is so crazy. But then the comments was filled with people saying, that's why you should never meet, you know. your idols. Yeah, your heroes. People that you really care about because they're real people. And just like if you're getting to know a regular person after a few months, you're going to start picking up and noticing things that you didn't notice before. They'll be like, hmm, they should work on that. Celebrities is people too. Yeah, they all got something to work though. on.
1: I made you,
0: but then a lot of comments people were saying that's Naomi Campbell thieves though, and that she has a reputation for not being a girl's girl in the industry.
1: Hmm. Sounds like the female rap game.
0: Mm-hmm. And I said, don't get tired of talking about it because she'll still talk about it to this day. <laughs> she met that girl we when she was eighteen years for old. You. <laughs> man the other thing i wanted to bring up did you see that usher um well everybody know he did the Super Bowl. so then Mm -hmm. he was on this week's cover of people magazine Mm -hmm. fun fact i used to be addicted to like gossip blogs and like um tabloids i used to like dead ass have like a subscription and shit to people magazine i love some good celebrity tea i could have been one of those uh tea channels but I, I probably just start getting conscious instead. It's like hard to talk shit about people all day when you're supposed to be better a better version than yourself. <laughs> uh, Mind other guess. people's business for a living. It sounds kind of fun. I go out to. you. It
1: sounds fun until.
0: No, until I'm you get
1: Tasha Cade.
0: <laughs> Took her for everything she had, I baby. And
1: she's still talking about people.
0: Still crazy um on in this article i didn't read the whole thing i only read what was like publicized and talked about so i can't say for sure what was really said based on except for the little part that was quoted in the the, like you know post of the article and he was saying how um it really broke his heart not being in a relationship with chili no more and how he wanted her to just be with him every day and that that was the type of relationship he was looking for and she didn't believe he really loved her as much as he did. And I was like, you said all this to say what? You told the whole world that she was cheating on this girl up and down left and right. We do not care that your feelings was hurt by the breakup. Why are you telling us this? And then I'm sorry. One thing a nigga is gonna do is embarrass you. No matter how famous or rich he is. It don't matter if he was just on the Super Bowl performing. It don't matter mm-hmm. if he's had the most popular Vegas residency of recent. This nigga just got married a couple days ago. And just last week, there's an article coming about talking about his ex girlfriend from 20 years ago. Embarrassing. You could have put this in your journal, big boy. My big boy. (laughs) That's not man activities, honey. This is something that you leave in a group chat that you talk to your big homie about. Maybe your pastor. I don't know. (laughs) Do not go to People Magazine talking about basically the one that got away. Sir, you're embarrassing yourself. (laughs) Wow. Oh, and he said she had too many rules.
1: See, this is this is the one thing where yep. I can come in and say, I get
0: that. So he couldn't just break up with her and move on to a bitch that was willing to go along with what he was on? That's what he should have done. I'm not denying that. So 20 years later, come out talk about somebody, I was so heartbroken by it. <laughs> I bet she was heartbreaking too. She's still probably heartbroken every time confessions come on anywhere. That music still gets played to this day. You think her friends went to the residency? Girl, they definitely did. They was like, I'm sorry, girl. Please don't be mad at me. But that was a long time ago. (laughs) It was so good. Shoot. If I was her, I would have been up in that thing.
1: Imagine if she was one of the people that he'd like dance with.
0: Sounds about right. Once again, another reason that a nigga will embarrass you. mind on TV. They don't care. Um, Another thing that bothered me, because what he said that in really was the demise of their relationship is that he proposed to her and she said no.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that devastated him. Do you think that if you proposed to me and I said no, you would want to break up with me? Mm.
1: Given the type of relationship that we have
0: I would question <laughs> Why you don't want to get Why I wouldn't get, want to get married Yeah mm-hmm.
1: Like just because of the type of relationship we have Like That means we've been talking about it in depth And all this other stuff And then if you say no it's like Wait a minute
0: Mhm. Yeah Yeah I mean, usually when people say no, it is, like, the latter of what you're saying, that there was never any conversation about it. The person just sprung it up on them. And sometimes yeah. I feel like people be proposing to others for manipulative reasons. Like, if y'all never had a conversation about this once and then you just spring it up on them. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing about it. Is that's, that's how I felt about what he was saying, that, you know, she didn't want to just be with him and follow him around. And, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like if she put that ring was, on it, then, yeah. yeah. She ain't gonna have no choice as his wife. And I feel like yeah. that's why I in my opinion, his relationships after Chili was with people who were not famous. And if they had some popularity, they still wasn't the type of person who would not be following a man around and putting themselves first. And that's the thing that's a valid quality to look for in a relationship if that's what you need mm-hmm. but it's ultimately really selfish I had a, a conversation like this with one of my male friends a while ago you probably know what I'm talking about and um it was really in regards to dating younger women and I felt like why do you want to date a girl and she ain't got her shit figured out of what she want to do yet so you could tell her mm-hmm. what she need to do and he was, like, adamant about wanting a woman who decides that once they start having kids, she don't want to work anymore. And that's the thing. There are women like that. You know what I'm saying? I was actually talking to Ava the other day about that. And she was like, why would anybody want to do that? And I was like, I mean, well, Christine stays at home. She enjoys it. She likes being at home. Yeah. So, you know, different women want want different things. But that's the thing is they be trying to change and manipulate a bitch that don't want that shit to Mm -hmm. have that lifestyle. Then people get married because that's who they want to be with. But the relationship ultimately is not compatible. And then it's going to end up in divorce anyway. So, crazy. I got real. He should let it burn (laughs) and not ever bring this up again. (laughs) If I hear Chili out his name one more time, I'm going to... Personally contact her and ask her what's up with that season sis. <laughs> Keep her, her name out his mouth. She she um dating Joey Lawrence now. You know him from the Disney Mm-mm. Channel back in the day? Uh, somebody know who I'm talking about? Joey. That was his name. That's his real name, but Joey. that was also his name like on the show. What show he was on? I don't know, but like him and his brother's famous.
1: I don't really watch a lot of Disney shows. I'm learning that the more that I talk to people... Like that, oh, that really you really
0: didn't Oh yeah, because the other day when I was talking about that so Raven.
1: I never watched that show, but I was never a Raven fan like that.
0: Oh, I know his face, but I don't know him. Oh wait, maybe she talking his brother, not him. Oh, oh. yeah, that's who she's talking about, Matthew. Matthew was yeah. They brothers. That's
1: crazy. mm mm-hmm. Wow. What show he was on?
0: Boy Meets World. Oh, Boy Meets World. But that's not what I'm talking about, though.
1: It's Boy Meets World.
0: Boy he was on a bunch Meets of shit, though. But, yeah, he was playing the brother on Boy Meets World. Yeah. Or the brother's best friend, the, like, goofy one or something. I don't remember. But, anyways, y'all know who that nigga is. So yeah, I feel like that's what happens. As soon as you move on with your life and it's like public that you happy in a new relationship, that's what niggas, they might not directly hit you up, but then they start talking to you, talking about you to mutual friends and mm-hmm. like, you've moved on with your life. Please leave people alone.
1: <laughs> said, if I can't have you, no one can.
0: Sure. You want to get into the affirmation of the week? Affirm my- us. This week's affirmation is I communicate clearly and listen proactively. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. You are actually a very clear communicator. Really? Yeah. Sometimes I misunderstand you, but it's because I'm listening through a filter, not because you're saying anything that's not clear. Mmm. Yeah. I get that. I do that too. I say stuff all the time that I don't mean. Like I meant what I said, but it wasn't those words that I meant to say. If I mean, I meant to say those words, but I didn't. It didn't mean what those words meant. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what this whole episode about. So I hope you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> What are we discussing this week baby This
1: week We're talking about Clear communication And
0: Words mean things Absolutely We talked about this before because we actually Have did quite a few episodes on Excuse me Healthy communication Mm -hmm. Yeah we talked about communication Styles We talked about, um, I feel like a bunch of different things. Yeah. But last week we were talking and I'm trying to think what it had inspired me. And I was like, we should talk about this on the podcast. Remember I had brought it up to you. What was it? It was like something was said. And I was like, words mean things. I don't know. Uh, But. Um, Either way. It made me think about. The type of communicator I am. How. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people perceive the way that I communicate. Or how I'm perceiving. What other people are saying. And also the fact that sometimes. I be saying shit that. I didn't. I meant to say what I said, but I didn't know that it was going to mean what it meant to the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got it that time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I didn't know how they was going to receive it. So, I think um, ultimately it comes down because we think that definition and meaning is the same thing and it's not.
1: This is where I get
0: confused. (laughs) So, it's, to me, it's the words. The definition of what is What this, is this word defined as, but the meaning mm-hmm. is what does this word mean. And I don't think we stop to realize that those are two different things. It's kind of like, to me, similar to etymology, which is like the study of root words or like the actual context of a word like throughout history. So, like even though... Yeah, the origin of mm-hmm. it. So... It's like you might be The word might blatantly be saying this But generally we know That's not really what it means in society
1: Care to give an example?
0: Um, One of the ones that aggravate me the most Of late because I will say not a lot of this bothers me because I'm not a good listener in the first place. Um <laughs> but sure. Yeah, I don't like when people say sure. It, sure. Did I rub on you? Rub off on you? <clears> throat> <by> throat> um well, about bringing it up.
1: No, I think I kind of always been like that. Just cuz sure is like
0: It sounds like you don't really want to do it. Right. Even though the definition of the word is being certain. That's crazy. (laughs) It's like literally the complete reverse. And that's called a contronym. I was like, I didn't know that was a thing.
1: It's like the tone people be saying it. Or like sometimes just the placement of certain words. Like I asked you something... And it's like that's what you chose to say sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you dirty bitch.
0: And we know what it means because we use it all the time, even in joking text. Like how you say sure, Jan. You're literally mean. Mm-hmm. Like I don't believe shit you're saying out your mouth. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that uh, clip is still funny for that show to be so old though. <laughs> I used to love the Brady Bunch. I ain't gonna lie. For them to be a white family, back in the day before I didn't... (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say, but... Entertain
1: white media? Pretty much. You gotta really say the H. White.
0: In a couple of years, they're gonna be censoring it out. It's gonna be like, white beep. Like, every time somebody say the word, white, it's gonna be a beep. (laughs) That's how they be on fucking TikTok. And that's why people started spelling it Y-T. It's like so annoying. Because sometimes you got to really read the context of the situation. Because you don't know if they're saying whites or YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Did I tell you
1: one day recently I was at work and I was writing the description or something down. I was describing somebody. And I put Y-T. And then I was trying to translate it to my supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> And I was wondering, like, I don't think I said it, or did I say it? I might have said it, but I was still like, here, read the description I wrote down. I was like, I wonder if
0: she's offended by that. I feel like, why? (laughs) There is no racial or traumatic context behind the word white. There is not even a bad thought that comes to your mind. In an unconscious way when you hear the word white Because white They did it on purpose by making the word Be something that is pure Mm -hmm. Something that is More attractive Something that is supposed to be more Angelic Like there's no negative connotations Even with it so for somebody to go around Acting offended by that Mm -hmm. Pick a real problem and call me back
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> don't call me bad <laughs> <laughs> because n- no white people are being impacted negatively by us spelling out YT instead of us saying white and once again we wouldn't have to do that if we weren't being censored on social media platforms when we have conversations to hold this specific group of people accountable we wouldn't even have to change the spelling of it that's honestly quite ridiculous yeah. it's like how people spell sex S-E-G-G-S now segs i think that's hilarious but it's like we have to adapt to that because mm-hmm. otherwise the actual word gets your video will be flagged why why is our content being flagged by saying white come on now not y'all really being racist i got my rights <laughs> you know
1: where i get that from what bad boys too
0: oh never oh, mind name me of and mommy to do <laughs>
1: I got my rights
0: She always telling her kids As an American That's your (laughs) right What? It's even funnier Because her kids is like 5 and (laughs) 4 They gonna be saying that to me You know Nova is Bro (laughs) All she need is one minute for a comeback Some of these words that are like Contronyms Is like strike.
1: strike Like if you
0: bowling you might get a strike, which means mm-hmm. you knock down all the pins. If somebody strike you, that mean your ass just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not every time, I guess it depends on yeah. the full the force behind. <laughs> you
1: struck me. i
0: yeah. Um. Sorry, I really don't mean to laugh at that. Like abuse is funny because I wasn't saying it like in a, you know, domestic violence type of way. I was just saying it like oh, in I was a square up like a street fight. Yeah. But I just wanted to be, you know, like, because sometimes people take shit out of context. So, yeah. Um, Also, bound is like, you could be bound to do something like you're... Making your way downtown. Right. Walking fast. I'll stop. I I was waiting for you to continue. (laughs) Faces passing. You're homebound. Might as well get to the part (laughs) that connects (laughs) to the conversation. Also, but you could be bound, which is like being tied down or feeling stuck. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Which is two opposite meanings like freedom versus the opposite. Interesting.
1: To freedom.
0: (laughs) That's never not going to be funny. I'm sorry because do you think Harriet's happening hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> can
1: we just insert sound here I gotta find it why way. do you
0: have it available readily <laughs> what the
1: fuck because it's one of my favorite sounds ever let me just you think Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress one with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves?
0: Toprito! <laughs> Who's on the board? Who's on the soundboard? Because. It was her! The- <laughs> yeah. Shut up. She said. Tabrito? that's too much that was what please. she was doing her show on apple i I know and she still will do an impromptu show I'm surprised she didn't do do a live concert yet over there of her new desk i don't know
1: well she was live streaming that but i don't remember, i can't remember what plat- platform she was doing a radio show on now i want to say Amazon or something mm-hmm. i don't know but she's not doing it on apple no more
0: um oh. Well, speaking of black history, though, <laughs> <laughs> I was scrolling through social media like I do, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find a good keek because that's all you need in your day to brighten it up. It's a nice little jokey joke. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, wait a minute. Rosa Parks nigga had a car. <laughs> <laughs> Her husband had a motor vehicle and she was boycotting a bus. But was you married for real? I did not look up any fact checking behind it. I just thought it was actually fucking hilarious (laughs) just to think about it because like this sound like some shit on black lady sketch show. Like this Mm -hmm. is genuinely a funny ass fucking sketch. Just imagine. And this is only for black people to joke about because we don't want to hear about non-black people joking or even trying to allude to the black history not being real. That's for us to find out and discuss. Not y'all.
1: Just for history fact though, that was a reenactment of that happening to another black woman. They had to put a black woman in place that was more presentable for the
0: activism. For the cause. Mhm. I feel like you should be blatant and say what that means, which is colorism. Mhm. And you know no shade to rosa she did what she did and that was her big one you know what i'm saying she was locked up like Acon, but i feel like it's important when we do have conversations like that because black history focus hyper focuses on certain individuals when the cause was so big and so huge and so many people being involved and also being locked up and you know all the shit that they was dealing with during the civil rights movement like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and the bus boycott in general like. Yeah. She's not the only one in my genetic voice.
1: You think he had like a flashy car?
0: I don't know, but when he was pulling up at the bus stop, he was like, Can I call you Rose? It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite That's song me. right now. Awesome.
1: <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my god. We writing that sketch. <laughs> <laughs> we about to start inserting sketches, like oh my god. the skits that used to be on the podcast. Bruh.
0: Is there other some other examples you could think of that you feel like either when you communicate or like when other people are talking to you and you're like, That's not what that means? Or do you sometimes are even triggered by something that somebody's saying and you like Even though you know they mean something different, that's not how you receive it.
1: Yes and yes. (laughs) Both of them. So, I often find myself translating in my mind what somebody means versus the words that they're saying. Mm. It gets frustrating sometimes, but... I came to the conclusion a long time ago that a lot of the time, people don't know what the words mean that they're saying. 100%.
0: So, I'm, I'm a thousand. I'm guilty. Sometimes I'll be hearing words and I'll be like, I'm going to put that into my um, <laughs> <laughs> vocabulary. I'm just going to slide that in. Not
1: even going to look it up.
0: I mean, you can. I look up words all the time. Actually, that's one of my favorite things right now, and I plan on including it in my new content on my channel. Is mm-hmm. talking about you know words like a keyword every week or whatever. Yeah,
1: because
0: it is important to expand your vocabulary because the more higher positions you're in, the more affluent spaces that you are in, people be talking more properly they'd be having more expansive vocabulary if you don't know what the fuck they be talking about you sitting there googling yeah. shit off to the side it's like well,
1: honestly even the, watching
0: tv and movies you learn a lot of words that you didn't know before yeah or even slang be like this means that like oh yeah
1: but that happens all the time. <clears throat> I'm always translating in my mind what people are actually saying, and what was the other thing
0: about you being triggered and maybe like they saying one thing, but that's really not what you're hearing, yeah, 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 that happens.
1: That's when I go cry to myself, and then <laughs> I have to pull myself together like. Okay, that's not what they meant. <laughs> that remind me under the
0: sim- on the sands when they be crying under the covers. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: I cry under the covers sometimes.
1: It's kind of inconvenient, though, because then you get your pillow wet with your tears. You start sweating because it get hot in there and you're crying.
0: Yeah, I'm not a cry lay down person. I know a lot of people that cry in the shower, though, but that's also not my steeze, because I'm trying to relax. I don't want to be in there. <laughs> like no <laughs> what
1: the fuck washing yourself with your
0: tears <laughs> imagine if you got a mirror in the shower you
1: just like that is crazy cry I never understood crying in front of the mirror that makes me stop immediately because I just look at myself like girl what are you doing
0: it's it even like you start feeling stupid like
1: like why are you crying look at you <laughs> <laughs> look at you look at you. <laughs> like who invited Kim K to the party girl <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna lie to you because some people really do got that Kim K cry face I'm one of them and that's why I don't like to cry because as soon as I start crying it's me trying to hold back the cry and then my face start doing that weird thing that look like you got your wisdom teeth pulled up you know what I'm talking about where your mouth just be screwed up like <laughs> what? how come you can't feel your face and all of a sudden you're your shit's doing things it never did before. <laughs> like, what? That is crazy. Yeah. So, I really don't like that. Mm. Like, everybody's not a cute crier. It's like, if I'm not doing one of these little tissue dabs in the corner, you won't catch me crying.
1: <laughs> Shout out to SZA. I just saw a clip from one of her acceptance speeches she was like i'm not an attractive choir you guys have a good night
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious it's like sometimes i can't hold back a cry and it's like my face is not crying just my eyes and that's even more frustrating and low-key because it'd be like why are you getting so emotional and you could feel your eyes just like Welling up with the tear, and it's only a matter of time before several of them start streaming down your cheeks. That's I like fucking a, hate that.
1: That's not like a mad cry. <laughs> like when you be so pissed off, and then you just start crying. And it's like, man, mm, but you crying, so mm. it's like, are you
0: mad? Are you okay? <laughs> I need to know. Let us know in the comments below. What type of crier are you? I'm all of the above.
1: <laughs> it Depends on the situation. <laughs> it all depends. <laughs> Ooh, the silent cry is really what takes me out, though. If mm-hmm. I gotta be quiet and cry for some reason, that make me cry harder. No,
0: how do you cry silently? Is it like when you try to suppress your cry? Like, <laughs> nah, it's that cry that <laughs> so you just got spanked. To
1: cry, <laughs> the the, got that's that. I'm gonna give you something to cry about. <laughs> Ugh, that was not a nice flashback. <laughs>
0: how many? What was you got? Like three. I mean... Shut your ass up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell my name, wasn't a nice flashback. <laughs> it wasn't a nice
0: time. I'm just kidding. Regardless, any level of abuse that you have experienced is valid. It doesn't like. Say if somebody got twenty whoopings a day, that doesn't make your three whoopings of your lifetime less impactful. For I don't even year. like
1: that sentence.
0: No, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I don't want people to think that I'm I'm being funny mm-hmm. with you, but yeah. lately I've just been really thinking about how people perceive me. I think that's why I'm like explaining myself right now.
1: Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like mm. it, you can get it out.
0: Mm. That's another one that kind of slightly bothers me and we get into it with this about every other day but it does, it's not like a serious thing it's just like if like say if you ask somebody like do you want me to do it for you and they'd be like if you want to <laughs> <laughs> like you know what actually no i'm not i don't want to dang and it's like, it's not that you things, don't though. want to, though. It's <laughs> just like they're trying to talk you out of doing something nice for them. And I fucking hate that, shit. Like, just say, yeah. Why do you feel like you don't deserve for me to do this thing for you? And it's extremely crazy because Cherry is extremely co- accommodating person. Like, you always think about other people who are, like, so helpful. Like, you give me a million things if I want it. And then when I asked you can I do something for you? You'd be like, if you want to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this voice. <laughs> uh, or, know, or they say, hard. you
0: don't have to. You'd be like,
1: Cause it just I know feels... I don't have to do
0: it. I'm offering it to you. I guess at this point, I should just stop asking and just do it. That might be the best route. Yeah. That might be it. For us just, personally. It feels like I'm inconveniencing it. You're not. Or else I wouldn't have offered. One, I'm not. Well, that's a lie. I'm a little bit still people-pleasy. But for the most part, I'm not going to offer to mm-hmm. do something. And if I really don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I respect that about you.
0: Do you? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes I feel like it's a bad thing. Bad. Well... Depends on what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um something else that I thought of and I feel like it's not something that people really think of when they think about this, but it is one of those things about what did you mean by that? Is good hair. When people say, Oh, she got good hair Wait, real quick.
1: <clears throat> Just to go back to If you want to. The other side of that Is. Like. I'm about to chill and watch TV. Oh you want me to come over? If you want to.
0: Oh yeah. It's like.
1: Do you want me over there or not?
0: I feel like that's low key on both people. In that space of communication. Because you could be more direct. I guess in stating that you're doing something or wanting to do something. Mm-hmm. And then the other person could be more clear in if they would like you to or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's both people are being bad communicators. Because just say it with your chest. Like, yeah, I'm trying to come over there. Like, yeah. like, stop being a pussy. I'm
1: trying to be your halftime show.
0: Sounds like you could use some company. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> You' pack that overnight bag <laughs> Let's spend a night and if you're a lesbian your backpack I'm still
1: a spend a night bag
0: when Monty come visit, I really need her to be on a podcast again so she could tell that story about the backpack. oh yeah I can't tell it because the way Monty tell it is extremely hilarious mm-hmm. and it's her story to tell, but I'm still laughing about it every time I think about it it's hilarious. Mm. good hair yeah good hair I feel like I grew up hearing a lot of people say that not just like in real life but also like TV movies it's like in the black community having a loose texture is known as having good hair
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's something that's br- like drilled into us which is really based on racism because like most people who have less textured hair are more white. Mm-hmm. Like, they still black, but they probably, <clears throat> they was the outside slaves. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know, because like, was inside slaves getting more abused than outside slaves? Probably. Well, maybe they was inside slaves. You
1: went here in 24 hours, Massa got needs.
0: Oh my God. It's kind of hard to think about sometimes and thinking about who who I would be During that time based off of who I am now Like living In that would make you Be a whole different person Like way less assertive Way less like Girl fuck you way less I can't imagine being my personality type Like quitting a job in two seconds But like literally not being able to walk off a cotton farm (laughs) Like can you imagine Being fed up for the day But ain't nothing you can do about it It's funny now But like it's really not funny yeah i was talking to eva the other day and you know we talk about black shit all the time but especially because it's black history Month, we're talking about stuff a lot more because they're talking about stuff in school and shit need to be cleared up because
1: they're lying to
0: they they don't have any black teachers and so there's no black lens on these facts or experiences it's just what white people hear from growing up or what they learned in school and it's not always the most accurate information and shit Mm-hmm. Like what song did she say Was supposed to be the perfect black song Um Dang what was the song It wasn't even lift every voice I said what is this Um Damn I can't think of it right now Whatever it was it was about Struggling And overcoming It was like Was it We Shall Overcome?
1: (laughs) No, Hate that one, too. Dang, I really can't think of it right now. That's crazy. It's good. It's a song everybody knows, but one of her white teachers told her that it was the perfect song for Black History Month.
0: Like, at that, the music teacher. Yeah, and I had
1: to let her know, like, that song is not for Black History (laughs) Month.
0: Like, this is just a black song. and You know, yeah. since you said to her, I've been low-key thinking about emailing her music teacher and not from like a aggressive place, even though sometimes that's, that's how, how gonna people are going to take it anyways. anyways, just because you're black. But I do think that there should be safe spaces for black people to correct stuff because this ain't... Eva's class ain't his first class that he teaching black stuff to or talking black stuff about and I feel like that's awesome that you are incorporating this into your music lessons but there's a better way that you could be doing this maybe you should reach out to black people who are actually in music before you say this is the perfect black song like and then the majority of them kids in her class is white so they really receiving that they don't have parents to go to at home to say girl no Yeah. so that frustrates me You know, as a parent and also as a black person. But um, back to good hair. (laughs) Um, That's something that I felt like, for me, I don't have a very coarse texture hair. Like, I think my hair is probably like a 3B or something, slash 3A, depending on what part of my scalp you're looking in. But people who have more textured hair, that's supposed to be not the good hair. But it honestly don't make sense because I'm going to tell you right now, the way that my hair is like the density, the strength of it, it's going to fall out in 2.5 seconds no matter what I'm doing to it. And the thicker, the stronger your hair is, the more textured your hair is. To me, that's the good hair
1: yeah
0: like they can literally do anything they want to their hair and it'll still be healthy like their hair literally defies gravity um and I feel like that's just something that need the the language definitely needs to be corrected around that because yeah let's be honest, <clears throat> nobody wants that stringy ass noodle Cynthia piece of bullshit that y'all be wearing on y'all scalp trying to convince us that it's the best hair. We'll see. And honestly what you about to say?
1: (laughs) I feel like for black people it's more about if you got soft curly hair Mm -hmm. versus more straight. Because I remember my grandmother was one of those black people that she see a light skinned person with Pretty hair. Mm-hmm. And that's like the first thing. She notices like. Oh you got some pretty hair. Mm-hmm. It's like. Damn grandma I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing tails? though. We're
0: different. I feel like our generation is a lot different. Though, that the way that we approach hair. Hair care and talking to our children. About different hair textures and stuff. Like Eva does not have. Textured hair. She got loose curls sometimes <laughs> when she get out the shower and first watch it her hair is curly but you know i have a lot of conversations with her even though her hair is not the most textured she still feel insecure about her hair because it, we live in a predominantly white area yeah. so it really just depends on you and where you at we all have bad hair days a lot of the times and then here we are like you know criticizing ourselves and stuff based off of like what we're perceiving other people's hair journey to be. And we all got our own problems. Mm -hmm. Like, for people that hair is more textured, they probably have more to do as far as, like, detangling their hair and, like, deep conditioning and making sure it's, like, stay oiled and all that stuff versus somebody who doesn't have as much textured hair. They could probably owe more time, you know, between doing certain stuff. But their shit's flat as a pancake. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got no yeah. volume, no bounce to the curl. <coughs> just flat, flat, flat. So, we all got our own thing. Yeah. Every time I'm wearing, like, an afro, I get the most compliments. Not only just from black people, but from other people of other races and ethnicities as well. It's White very people interesting. People
1: love natural hair on black girls. They love it. They, it's it's so very fetishy.
0: Sick. Yeah, something about it feels not like right. He'd
1: rape this slave, huh?
0: As quiet as that it's kept. That's what it feels like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I don't like that shit when people be trying to make a big deal about hair in general when we all got hair on all on all, all, all over our bodies. Like Yeah. And just like I wish my hair was more thick, somebody who got thicker hair wish it wasn't that thick. You know what I'm saying? They probably feel like thinner hair is more manageable. So here's uh. what it is. But that's one of those things that I feel like,
1: girl. Yeah. Everybody
0: wants what they don't have or what they think they don't have is there any specific words you could think of? It'd be like yeah, no, that's not what that means (sighs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um Well you have brought up to me no problem Oh,
1: yeah, when people say no problem. Do they really not have a problem? I think it depends. When I say no problem, I mean, this was not a problem for me to do this. It was not an inconvenience. But sometimes, this is one of those things where it depends on your tone and it depends on your placement. Especially if it's somebody that like you never heard this person say no problem before. Now it's no problem. Mhm. It's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's not a problem. Um that's definitely something I feel like that should be kept in mind when communicating is like it's not just about what you say it's also how you say it your body language is also part of communication so you could very much be saying yes I want to but your body language could be saying no I don't like your arms could be crossed you could be closed off like you know what I'm saying yeah. so it really just depends all of that should be considered of like how people are receiving what it is that you're saying that happens to me at work but I think, I think that's, that's just the to me. That's the black lens. You know how people be saying they be having a rose-colored lens on. People be wearing a black lens, mm-hmm. and so I feel like when you communicate with a lot of people, and sometimes even black people, mm-hmm. as a black woman, they're automatically hearing whatever you say through this black lens. So I could say, like, I I dealt with this all the time in my old job. Um, one time I was like somebody had tasked me to like put in the info for this flyer that we put out every month with Mm. like the deals and stuff and apparently that was this lady's job (laughs) okay but I wasn't just doing it because somebody had told me to do it so I had like um she had brought some of the forms in the front and I was like oh I was just printing these out and she was like oh um We'll just use these ones or something or whatever. And then I had looked at the paper that she handed me and it had a typo on it. And so I told her like, oh, it's a typo on here. And I just said it just like that. It's a typo on here. Mm-hmm. And she tried to make it seem like once she did it on purpose or whatever. And then instead of like directly telling me like, oh, this is my job. You don't have to worry about this for your future reference. She instead went to go talk to both of our boss about it. And then my boss Talked to the manager about it and the manager came to me and she was like, you know, just for future reference, like you have to blah, blah, blah. And then that was that one day where I ended up crying in my car because I was so fucking mad. Mm -hmm. And it was like, girl, you could have literally directly just said to me like, hey, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then she made it seem like I was being aggressive towards her when I told her she made a typo. Like, white women do not like to be corrected by black women. So no matter what I say to her, she's got this black lens saying that I'm being aggressive, mm-hmm. that I'm, you know, demanding that I'm telling her what to do. And that's really mm-hmm. not the case. You're just racist. And a lot of that is, is also, um, you know, like reverse racism at the word, but like, what is it when you like racist against your own self like you black and you racist
1: like self-hate
0: yes yeah, self-hate mm-hmm. so like even sometimes i catch myself communicating with other black women or watching a situation mm-hmm. with other black women is like you hear what people say growing up in your head like oh they always got an attitude or you know what i'm saying it's like people black women don't be always having an attitude but when we communicate about something that we are not okay with and Mm -hmm. we do so in an assertive manner now we have attitude or we're not walking around smiling all day for 25 hours and so that means that we have attitude that means we're not a team player racism um i did want to bring up um even the way that we communicate with ourselves and how sometimes we say things to ourselves but that's not what we mean and a lot of it is like oh you're manifesting in your your life because you haven't changed your language around things and i'm like extremely guilty cuz i say certain slang like i'll be like i'm dead i'm weak mm-hmm. or even when people say like oh i'm broke you know what i'm saying like you just manifesting more of that in your life cuz you're literally stating like this is what i am to yourself and to the universe like you're affirming it but you know what i'm saying you have to be more careful one thing i was thinking about is Mm. like when people say like oh i could be doing more and in your mind you think that what you're doing is not enough so you're saying you could be doing more but the truth is you can't do more you literally don't have the capacity to do nothing else yeah and what you should say is i could be doing it better Like, maybe if actually you was doing less, you would have the capacity to do what you're doing better. Message. (laughs) I'm going to watch this back like, girl, shut up. (laughs) Nobody asked you. Oh, Everest commercial head ass. (laughs) you sitting on the couch anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's like, I guess, or maybe... It's like you tell people maybe it, you know that shit means no. And even kids know it. Because if you tell them maybe they would be like so, so that no. means exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know that it really does have an alternative meaning to like what you are saying or whatever.
1: I used to be the queen of maybe back in the day. I'm glad you're
0: not the queen of maybe no more. Stay in no business. Mean what you say. And say what you mean.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, which bottom one? Sometimes communicating it requires you to have repetitive conversations. It can be frustrating, but it's always the niggas that need to communicate the most that find it frustrating to keep having conversations. Like cheaters. They be like, I don't want to talk about this. How many times are we gonna bring this up? This happened five years ago. Every time this happened, you gotta bring this up. And it's like because they're not over it. So need to have more conversations about it. Like I cheated on you last week, Keisha. I'm not doing that shit no more. Everybody else getting cheated on. You the only one. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's like, why can't you just get over it? Yeah. But that happens all the time. Even like, say when you communicate in your boundaries, you mm-hmm. could be like, you could say something to somebody and you think that you have to say it one time and that's supposed to mean it's a firm boundary. No, you have to re-communicate it every time yeah, so that they know. Like not just out of the blue, but like when it when they start to cross the boundary. Like don't be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like before you come over here, let me just <laughs> tell you,
1: you know what I'm saying?
0: In the middle so. of brunch.
1: And you know what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, come on, man, y'all gotta chill. Um It's it doesn't mean that you failed in communication because you have to repeat yourself multiple times. It doesn't mean that they don't understand you. It doesn't mean that you're not communicating clearly enough. It just means that they need more from the conversation. Like, you know, what I'm saying to feel at peace with whatever the interaction is. I'm like, sometimes you just need to talk about it a bunch of times. Like, sometimes I get pissed off by something and I genuinely don't feel better until I talk to, like, 10 of my friends about it. Okay. <laughs> like, to vent or complain. You I know what I'm saying? That. Like, whew. Yeah, now I can finally stop talking about this. Or even just, like, get it off. Like, I can finally put it to rest once I talk about it on a podcast. So I don't have to keep bringing it up. Because it's like, I feel like enough people heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to get this message.
1: The whole world
0: whole world in his hands. I was thinking that earlier when you was for some reason thinking about what that song was and that song was coming to me. I was like I know what ain't that. <laughs> that's not racist. Wait what? You know that song he got the whole world in his hands? It's like the first song they teach every kid in Bible study. This is the only
1: gospel song that you took away? What you talking about? From church?
0: No that's not what I'm saying. When you was When we were trying to think of what the song was that Eva's teacher had said was so that's 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 the song that started playing in my head. (laughs) It's got
1: all the races in (laughs) it. Ooh,
0: yeah, Um, at the end of the day, being a good communicator is just really about being mindful of. What you're saying, what it actually means, um, and being self aware, but also really being intentional, I feel like. Being Being tactful with Mm -hmm. your communication. Because
1: you can say something and you're just being honest, but. There's a way to be honest. There's a tactful way. There's a time and place. You can't just be out here. Telling it like it is. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Well. That wasn't really the time. To say this.
0: Yeah. People be knowing too. They just be trying to. Give some shock the fact. Or maybe be the drama. Like you know when it's not the best time to communicate something sometimes people wait until you communicated something and be like well by the way like girl that happened six years ago don't bring it up now you ought <laughs> to look that one time when
1: you kicked my dog not i kicked the dog honey it was an accident girl <laughs> you accidentally
0: <laughs> kick a dog what the
1: fuck you know how dogs be What did you and- really
0: kick somebody dog
1: no I'm joking <laughs> But while we're on the topic You know how dogs be running directly in front of your feet mm-hmm. And like if you're carrying something And you can't
0: see them You might okay. accidentally That makes sense if you like just yeah. walking and you don't see them But it yeah. sounded like you were blatantly just like Yeah I'm like yeah, like yeah <laughs> I miss Soulja Boy
1: He ain't go nowhere
0: I miss the quality of Soulja Boy We was getting when I was like In 11th grade <laughs> I'm not gonna lie 2011
1: Soldier Boy I was still tuning in to the mixtapes skinny niggas running shit <laughs> I don't know that Hey,
0: <laughs> on me that was a bop mm. nah my favorite Soldier Boy was when him and Bow Wow started collab Gucci bandana Gucci Gucci bandana yeah. hey love it Man. he was giving the girls what they needed the hits yeah um, what I was about to say Um, you have to care about other people to be a good communicator and you have to care about yourself to be a good communicator with yourself like if you care enough then you will work on changing the language of what you're saying to yourself and what you're saying to other people mm-hmm. or how it could, how they could possibly feel as a result of what you said, because I don't want to say you made them feel a way, but people do have feelings after we communicate with them, and it doesn't mean that you make necessarily made them feel something, but they feel something because of what, as a result of what you said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and people may not remember what you did or what you said, but they always remember how it felt when that happened. And Uh so that's what you should be mindful of, I feel like should be at the center of your mind when you go to communicate with people, especially if it's a difficult conversation. Like, how would I receive what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying, were you talking negatively to yourself? Like I try and have to remember to myself, would I say this to anybody else? You know what I'm saying? And it's like you I would never say that to anybody else. And here I am talking to myself so badly. It's like, girl, get it together. Yeah.
1: I mean, having to do that with my mom. hmm
0: And uh, what do you mean, like? Because
1: she- she'll, like, say something negative about herself. Oh. And I have to be like, would you say that to me? hmm she would be like, no, I would never say that to you. I'm like,
0: so... Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, though. It's a hard pattern to break out of because, I mean, like we say, a lot of our inner voice is really the voice that we heard growing up and so like that becomes what we think of ourselves and like what we truly believe and until you believe something different that's always going to be the stuff that keep popping up so you have to force yourself to believe something different and it really do start with language you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying You if you keep saying it enough you'll believe it that's how affirmations work yeah you want to slide into mental matters <coughs>
1: I feel like I haven't seen this in a while.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We late like the um, the Mad Hatter. Wait, no, the bunny, the Mad Hatter, somebody else. What's the the White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland? He's like, I'm late, I'm late.
1: I've never seen Alice in Wonderland.
0: I feel like people who grew up watching Alice in Wonderland, now they're like stoners and they experiment with um, psychedelics. Because <laughs> like literally the whole movie, she on the trip. I don't care what nobody says. She literally took a shroom and fell asleep. I don't care what anybody says. Because girl, what? She getting big. She getting small. She might be off from Sylvia. I don't know. To me, that's not normal. Mental health matter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we should watch it though. We should watch it with the kids. But now I'm thinking, should we watch the original Alice in Wonderland of cartoon? We should watch that one because honestly, that is the best one. But the one with Johnny Depp is good because he plays a really good Mad Hatter. Shout out to Johnny Depp. Um, as long as he really didn't do what he did to Amber Heard or what they said he did. Yeah. Shout out. Cause Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Yeah. He is amazing at really taking on a new character. Like I remember the first time I seen Johnny Depp in a movie it was Edward Scissorhands. And that, that was like that movie captivated me. Like from that movie I really started loving him and Winona Ryder. I was like, Oh my god, they're so cool. Yeah. Like Icons, honestly. I'm gonna watch that movie. We haven't seen that. I know my kids haven't seen it. Uh, that would scare me. It's Loki like the Grinch that stole Christmas, but a realistic version. You know what I mean? I don't really remember the plot of the movie. Basically, he uh, was living somewhere out the way because people thought he was not normal. He met this family and they was like, just come and live with us, basically. And then he started actually really enjoying who he is as a person instead of it being like him having scissor hands being bad. Mm-hmm. Like he was fucking doing all type of... um, What's that called? what is it called when they like shape plants and stuff Mm. is that landscaping or is that it is landscaping but it's like a specific thing that is called Mm.
1: like sculpting or no
0: Mm. i'm really shaving no it's a it's a word for it like because it's technically like an art
1: Either way, uh. he
0: was doing that, like, and then he started cutting girls' hair in town, and they was like rocking all these different like alternative hairs and shit, and like everybody started loving him, just because he decided to finally just be who he was. Where before, other people was afraid of him. Mm-hmm. It was Loki also giving Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. Didn't it end tragically though? Like, didn't something happen
1: and people started being scared of him again?
0: Yeah, I can't remember though. Cause I honestly haven't seen that movie in years, but I do remember we used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. That was a... All the time? A fave. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a good movie, man. Ever Scissors Scissorhands? <laughs> Love it. I, it is a good movie. I, I like white movies when people are just being white. You know? Yeah. I don't like that when white people be doing dry comedy, though, because something about that feels racist. <laughs> um... <laughs> This week for Mental Health Matters, we kind of want to encourage you guys to, when you're communicating, especially in situations where you start to feel triggered, if you don't know that you're feeling triggered, you may be reacting or responding from the filter of whatever event that you experienced. You know what I'm saying? So say like people who have been cheated on several times they get into a relationship and although their new partner may not be cheating on them everything that their person says or does is listen to this filter of they might be cheating so they kind of like are looking for it and waiting for it to happen and like could they possibly be cheating if they're doing this and the person like literally not doing that so shit like that it's like what filter am I responding from Mm. it's easier said than done because when you trigger it you immediately want to just be like you know yeah girl fuck you but sometimes it'd be like emotional reasoning emotionally you are connected not to this moment but to another moment that this moment is reminding you of which is essentially P- ptsd and now yeah. you know what i'm saying you cussing out this lady, and you really actually just misinterpreted whatever she said through this lens of past past situations you done had. You know what I'm saying? And it's not healthy. Like you got to heal that. Yeah. You have to go in deep and say like, why do this make me so mad? Like you know what I'm saying? Or, um like just trying to find a deeper meaning to it because if sometimes we be reacting and the reaction be bigger than what happened and that's how you know like you're triggered Mm -hmm. and that it's not about what's happening in the moment like um for me personally road rage to me that's like where i get my best anger off because like i'm not that mad about getting cut off in Mm a parking lot or whatever But now I could take off whatever frustration I had out out, off the day. Just be like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I secretly, I don't have road rage. I just love a
0: good cuss out. (laughs) That's crazy because I never hear you talking like that to people.
1: I control it when there's other people in the car. Mm -hmm. It's really uh, if I'm in a car by myself or if I'm, like talking to Twan while I'm driving or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nah.
1: like I feel relaxed enough
0: and like I won't scare anybody. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'll be going off. I'll be like, bitch, what the fuck? That was the wrong way. It ain't your <laughs> turn. I'll be going off. I just you start like, to look at somebody out the window like, you know what you did. Nah,
1: I'll be looking at people. <laughs> now I don't want them to look back. And then we got a stare contest. And Girl, not a now I got to like pull that. my gut out. what you looking at you know
0: yeah i feel like to preserve your mental health it's important (laughs) in situations where you find yourself triggered or you you're in a situation where you feel like you communicated healthily but the other person definitely is not receiving it at least the way that you intended Mm -hmm. it's like okay um Girl, you need to take a step back and think about are you really saying what you mean and me, meaning what you're saying? And yeah. if somebody's doing something that's got you all riled up, your inner peace is your responsibility. And that's why I started adapting that somebody can't make me feel something because then I'm giving them control of me mm-hmm. if they can make me feel something like, um sure something can happen and like i said as a result oh i could be sad because somebody did something and i felt sad when they did that but they didn't make me feel sad like you know what i'm saying you have to take responsibility for your emotions and make yourself be in a peaceful state find healthy coping making yeah. shit yeah i'm like not giving energy to situations where people are choosing to misunderstand you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. that's... You can always cut a a conversation real quick when you feel like you're over-explaining yourself to somebody, but they're still choosing to totally disregard whatever you're saying. Like, they're never gonna understand what you're saying or be on the same page as you, and you are literally fucking wasting your energy. Yeah. Um... and when you think about like what are you giving your energy to like i try and ask myself like what i'm giving my energy to is this in alignment with whatever goal i'm trying to reach or is this a distraction from that goal hmm. yeah like um what i was talking about about how i was putting so much energy into talking about Beyonce being a capitalist and how much it was pissing me off and stuff and it was like girl is this solving any of your problems Hmm. (laughs) it's fucking not and like yeah there's it's nice to talk about it so we can have social awareness about certain things but like for the way that I was like really going in on it all the time and constantly like getting triggered it's like that's my fault like Beyonce's not making me do this (laughs) It's like those crazy girls that be like, see what you made me do <laughs> after they like slashed your tires or something What the fuck? like you ever slashed somebody's tires before? Absolutely not. I don't believe in um, disrespecting and harming people's property one because I would be really pissed if somebody did that to me like blatantly, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know what my retaliation would be. So I that's not just something I just do like leave people shit alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that serious. When I was married I used to always wanna break my kids that game though. I never did it, but I always wanted to. I always be one, wanted to be one of those ladies on Facebook that was like just fucking she Finally I, snapped. Yeah. I seen Throw what, it out the window. I I don't know if this was real, a dream, a video, or a skit. But I know recently I seen this girl had um like, took a hammer or something to, to this dude's TV while he was in the middle of playing the game. No, it was a real video. It wasn't a dream. It was a real video. And she was like, basically, are you texting bitches?
1: <laughs> he Not was cheating on her. TV, though. They had the nerve
0: to be playing games on top of that. She said, you won't play another video game in this house? Oh, man. To the other bitch to buy you a PS5. <laughs> She smashed the TV or she smashed the game? She smashed the TV. Oh, girl. But I don't know if she had smashed the game, too. I don't know. I can't remember. TV is light work. It was just, like, so sad to have somebody out of her hookup that much. Like, girl, leave that nigga alone. He got you breaking TVs. Yeah. Stop.
1: You got to go. <laughs> yeah, get out of there, girl. Like, come <laughs>
0: on. Protect your peace. Do something. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a solution-oriented behavior, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, well, we can get into forest bias. It's still Black History Month. <laughs> um as we were having this conversation about like meaning and the context of words and stuff like that, I really wanted to bring up um A A V E mm-hmm. slash Ebonics. I seen a lot of conversation this past week of educators, well not even just this past week, for months they've been creating conversation about students, their abilities to learn and like if they're at their proper level as far as like reading and mathematics and stuff Mm -hmm. and so there was this one teacher and she was saying that kids basically is stupid as fuck now and they don't know what's going on they can barely add and subtract and stuff and i've seen a lot of teachers have messages like that but then this other teacher she stitched her and she was like you know i really don't know where this lady teaches that or anything but i just feel like it's her mindset that's wrong it was on a podcast having a conversation and the dude said you know I wasn't stupid. I was a smart kid. But the way that I was communicating with my teachers, they didn't accept that as a proper form of communication because I spoke slang or I spoke AAVE. Mm -hmm. And so they just treated him like he was dumb. Mm-hmm. When that's not the case If you're going to be an educator You work in like inner city schools Which basically means black and poor Then you need to be able to communicate on their level You can't just assume that They're stupid or illiterate Just because they communicate differently than you AAVE is a language It's a dialect of the English language So just like You know what I'm saying You could be somewhere in the south And they could be saying shit And you could literally not understand what they're saying it, It's no different than the hoods across America Yeah,
1: you know
0: what I'm saying it's not even about living in the hood it's about blackness (laughs) and that's the shared connection that we have in the way that we talk and also it's a result of slavery what do you think happens when people can't read what do you think happens when people are forced to not be able to read or communicate in their own native language they have they learn broken English and they fucking can't read they're illiterate. And so the way that they speak end up being not proper English. And so that's where it come from. Like, y'all are ridiculous. We're just having a speaking code so mm-hmm. people don't know what you're saying. Mmm. And I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's like... When we were doing Three Strikes, we used to, like, go all out for Black History Month. Like, every episode, we would talk about different stuff. Like oh one episode we had did um and it was like the actual meaning and context behind certain sayings and it actually being super racist or whatever like you know how like when black people laugh and then we all start running away like we be cracking up and then we start running away Mm -hmm. and it seems like we it's just so funny we can't contain ourselves and we gotta move but in all actuality it was like extremely frowned upon for black people to be even hanging out together laughing enjoying themselves even post-slavery and so that was the thing they would just have to rush off before other people see them because then they might say oh they're committing a crime or they're um they would say that they're trying to um create a revolution or something and it's like they literally just joking and having fun but joking and having fun wasn't okay for black people and nothing was funny those niggas are starting a rebellion. Exactly. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of stuff people need to think about that. A lot of stuff, a lot of the thought process and ideals directed towards black people are rooted in racism and products of slavery. And so as an educator, if you do not know how to speak AAVE or you feel like it's below you, you feel like these kids is dumb and they're just not talking about... Talking properly a certain way. Like there's not. One way to speak. And also it sounds like you shouldn't be a teacher.
1: If you just thinking that these kids are dumb. Now granted. There are some people. Everywhere that just. You know what I'm saying. Nobody was at home teaching you nothing. But even still that's. An opportunity to just. Teach. Mm hmm
0: exactly or to get to know them and communicate like understand on their level like you know what i'm saying it's crazy that you work with kids and feel like that everybody knows that even as a parent you might have a kid that is two years old you might have a kid that's six months they can't even speak at all but that you're communicating with them all day Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you don't tell you don't be like oh this is a dumb baby like (laughs) (laughs) stupid babies <laughs> That's like Angelica, Angelica for real. <laughs> it's like it's extremely ignorant and then to be I feel like it was good whatever podcast that was that they were having this conversation and having these both perspectives. But I feel like it is very um dangerous to have these conversations without both of those perspectives being spoke about because then you're just preaching ignorance you're spreading ignorance which is that people who do not communicate speaking proper english are dumb or stupid or illiterate like and that's not the case is there issues about um the quality of education in lower income areas yes but it's not because the kids are stupid it's because the lack of resources
1: and because y'all are just shoving them new information every other day and who's gonna retain that? Exactly.
0: Just just so they could pass the test at the end of the year. Um, that's if you in a test they state. Like slang are really just synonyms. So if you don't understand the meaning of different words that mean the same thing, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you need to go back to school, bitch. School hard knocks. Girl. Um, and then the other thing I want to really talk about was sacred Beyonce has, um, started the push of her hair care line, which is called sacred and it's spelled like, say like Beyonce. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but okay. A little corny, but I do like the name sacred. I just felt like it didn't have to be like say grid. <laughs> That's just me. I'm interested to see what um ingredients are in these products and you know what I'm saying, people's review of them and how I actually work with their hair care cuz a lot of celebrities be putting out stuff, they put out makeup and hair care lines and stuff and it ain't always the best. Yeah. Yeah. Right now we trying out a brand. We we'll let y'all know when we have a full review. I don't want to talk shit. <laughs>
1: Especially given uh, her
0: latest... Oh, yeah. (laughs) True that. And it's Black History Month. Yeah. Um, Part of the rollout for Sacred, Beyonce had a spread in essence. And she had like pictures with her mom and her daughters. And it was like, she was discussing about how she grew up, you know what I'm saying, around her mom who was a hairstylist. And she had an in-home like hair shop and so mm-hmm. all day she would be at home and her mom would be taking clients and stuff and she just if like to her this was so in line with her branding um in uh, I guess the environment that she grew up in she felt like it was in alignment with her brand to have a hair care line beyonce got a lot of hair and it is beautiful um, which is another common misconception that needs to be dated like this month, Black like, History Month, is that Black women can't grow long natural hair. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: a lot of, a lot of women that
1: you see wearing wigs all the time, they have long hair under there.
0: Mm-hmm. I was scrolling YouTube and then. It was, it wasn't genius, but it was, you know how like genius does those lyric videos, Mm -hmm. excuse me. And it was like that, but it wasn't like a video of a whole song of the lyrics. It was just like, you know, like a bar Mm -hmm. and it was um, Mona Leo. And I forgot what song it was, but it basically was the song where she was talking about. If you ain't paying my wig, then I'm really wigging out. Mm -hmm. And so she was basically saying the context behind that bar. And the comments did not pass the vibe check, mostly because I feel like YouTube be trying to play us as black content creators, sending our content to a lot of white audiences. Or even for us, I feel like sending our content to a lot of hetero people. And it's like, they're never going to get or align with our message. So the comments never pass the vibe check.
1: Yeah.
0: And they yeah. was like, black women always talk about how it's a protective hairstyle that makes no sense. Like, of course, it doesn't make no sense to you. You don't even care about letting your hair dry before you walk outside. Ugh. And I hate that. I hate that wet dog ass hair they be having.
1: One thing I can't stand is wet. It's hair. not
0: a wash and go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't do wash and goes. <laughs> Sorry. Wash and frizz. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> Sometimes it's like they don't even put shampoo in it. They just wet it and keep going. Oh. Shout out to our white listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us that you ain't that—that that you ain't that kind of uh, that kind. <laughs> Listen, because there's the kind that don't even wash below the legs. Uh, <laughs> just let it's the just soap little...
1: run down.
0: <laughs> Woo. It's crazy how many people was bringing it up in oh, 2020. If
1: you feel like you have to scrub your dishes or your tub to clean it, what makes you think that you don't have to do that for your body? Even,
0: yeah. And part of washing up in the shower is not just about being clean. It's also exfoliation. Mm. Our body is covered in skin. Okay. Everything is covered in skin and we have to exfoliate. That's the purpose of using a washcloth. So that you're washing off those dead skin cells. And that's also why you need to fucking wash your washcloth and replace it every week or every few <laughs> days and have a separate washcloth from your face then your body. You know, this is things that are naturally taught in black households that a lot of white families just don't share those same values of hygiene and cleanliness. And it's just something that needs to be studied. <sighs> Um, probably go back to slavery though just like child care mm. um, we can move into the breaks I've said enough <laughs> we'll let you know when we have an update on sacred um, this week obviously Beyonce dropped two new songs she lowkey petty for dropping those two songs and the Super Bowl was barely over yet like damn can't Usher get his minute to shine He'll be alright. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she dropped country music two new songs: Texas Hold'em and Sixteen Carriages. You fucking want them? I'm fucking with Texas Hold'em. Everybody's fucking with Tex and Hold'em. I'm more of a slow jam type of girl already, so I was fucking with the 16 carriages. I couldn't even tell you what that song was about. I'll tell you, these AI remixes they're making are hilarious. They're literally just taking regular Beyonce songs and then putting a couple nays on the background. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but I want y'all to stop. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's uh very embarrassing... Not for us, but for white people because they're already banning her music on country stations and it's Beyonce. You really think you can ban Beyonce? They They already made up 16 different line dances and it's only two songs out. This tour is going to be so crazy. She honestly was setting the scene with the country vibes of the renaissance. Now I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because she was preparing us. For real country shit, which I think is cool because people assume that black people are like a monolith and there are all type of black people. There are country-ass black people, there are city-ass black people, like, mm-hmm. there's all different black people. There's mountain black people, like, and people in the country, they're different. <laughs> they different and um, they people might think oh that's some white people shit but it's actually just some country shit you know what I'm saying so I feel like this is cool to really see that side of Beyonce her country blackness love it
1: maybe she'll start interviewing us so we can hear her accent don't though
0: I don't think she's going to start doing interviews. Beyonce's not going back to interviews. They fucked that yeah, up.
1: It's not a good idea, honestly. <laughs> Last
0: time she did an interview was that one dude, and he was from the UK. She couldn't barely understand nothing he was saying. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> i seen a clip of that. She was like, huh? She kept saying, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they be putting them in those
1: situations, though? That's like, so come on. Up. Not,
0: like, you got pitch posh over here. We couldn't get somebody with a clearer accent? <laughs> 'Cause like that's a different thing. Like although English in the UK is still the same language technically as English in the US, it's not the same language. They got it's different not. words for shit. They don't chips they speak are a whole fries. Whole different language. Chips are fries.
1: <laughs> I hate when I'm at an American restaurant and when they say chips they
0: mean actual chips. Mm-hmm. They be calling cookies biscuits. But biscuits are scones. Nothing makes sense over there.
1: Oh, I thought a scone was something specific. It's just a biscuit.
0: Yeah, but it's not just a biscuit. There's it's like a pastries like biscuits. You know what I'm saying? A scone. Oh. Yeah, like croissants and like those are all scones. Huh. But then they they croissants don't be soft and fluffy like ours. They be like hard, like like a cookie. That's crazy. <laughs> Um, but shout out to Beyonce, because even though they trying to ban her from the radio station, she is making history as the first black woman to debut at number one on a billboard hot country song chart. So shout out to you, girl. Um, I, what I did appreciate about her dropping this music is that it put a spotlight on so many of the black people who already are, you know, doing country music. And I thought that was lit. Mm -hmm. because now you see all these people going viral on like tiktok and instagram and stuff but they've been doing it and i really do appreciate that um one of the newest artists that i found this week her name is tanner adele she got this song called like buckle bunny and it's like if i was a down south like farm like cowgirl type of chick that will be my steeze it's like hot girl but for country girls you know what I'm saying I was yeah. like "Shut out girl love that but there's so many and I feel like it's black history man go ahead and do your research listen to some new music that you've never heard before I really don't fuck with country music for real I'm gonna be honest with you but it's probably the whiteness of it that I don't fuck with I don't fuck with the
1: sound I'm gonna be honest you gotta catch me.
0: You gotta ease it in. You gotta do a nice fade in. I need a country that sounds like it could also be an R and B song, like "Before He Cheats" by Carrie Underwood or "Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Knocking" like by Shania Twain. <laughs> because one thing that a white country girl singer is gonna do is catch her man cheating.
1: But
0: wild. <laughs> Whose bed have your boots been knocking? I want to give y'all some Shania Swain facts, but it's Black History Month, so yeah, let's, we'll see hmm. her again in um, Next Music month. March. <laughs> um, also, Ariana Grande dropped Yes and a remix featuring Mariah Carey. What'd you think of it? <laughs> I tried
1: to deny it, but it's giving
0: my kind of vibe. It is. It is. It's giving definitely your type of vibe. It's giving the white side of like, uh, what's that one girl you be listening to? That be Hmm. doing voodoo and shit. You can't intro it like that. First of all. You know exactly who I'm talking
1: about after I said it (laughs) though. Do you not? Azalea Banks makes... The music is good. I can't speak for anything outside of that. She's one of those people... She's like another side of Kanye. It started off as she was one of those people that was just too smart. So she needed to just be quiet because nobody knows what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) And then it just turned into mess and... You know... It's a such thing as saying too much. Like, even with podcasts, and sometimes I get nervous, like, about how much I'm sharing about myself. Because at the end of the day, people are going to perceive you how they want to perceive you. hmm And she might not be, be that bad of a person. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I mean, like, genuinely, she might not be super annoying or, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever people feel about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was fucking with it. I was just actually talking about Mariah Carey today to Eva because me and Cherry is on a mission to, like, really put them on to better music. And I don't want to say better music. Like, the music they listen to is shitty because it's what they like. But a lot of their music taste comes from, like, um, Fortnite and shit. Yeah, like, and so it's just not... Like it could be better. Yeah. I feel like I have a very eclectic music taste. I could be around almost anybody and enjoy music. And what I mean by that is like certain people usually listen to certain type of music. So I could be around almost anybody and like enjoy what they're playing. Um, and I I want Max and never to have that same vibe. Like I want them to have listened to a lot of music. You know what I'm saying? Explored a lot of music. So I'll tell her how iconic Mariah Carey is I'm trying to think what song had came on and I was singing at the top of my lungs while I was cooking dinner um and then this is what I had meant to tell you is that Moni said that if Mariah Carey is in Chicago when she come to visit that her boss is going to get a tickets yeah. mm-hmm. it's so exciting Mariah concert. I never seen Mariah in concert. She's pretty iconic. Um Beautiful gals. <laughs> I mean, she's no, got more she than is beautiful girls. Like, real. come on, she's yeah. iconic. She's one of those people you can't
1: really There's denied. nothing to debate.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to debate. She's been iconic for so long. Um, so that was cool to see her and Ariana Grande on a track together seeing as that they have the um highest range I feel like in the music industry mm-hmm. uh, at least as celebrities that are most well known because there are a lot of people who could sing who could sing, and we just don't know them
1: mm-hmm. so
0: I'm not saying they like she's like the best singer in the world but she she's has a really high pitch uh my favorite song well my second favorite song this week right now is yeah glow by glorilla Love the video. I, I just love Glorilla. Yeah. Big glow. I love her, man. She's so fun. Like, she seemed like she one of my little cousins and we'd be hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I love the video. Go check out the video. It's so cute. I love those videos when they be playing, like, different versions of themselves because I feel like that's so relatable to me. Yeah. Um, you cold, baby? Yeah, a little bit. It's starting to get cold because we got the heat off. That's crazy, um Anicia dropped a freestyle today up lit. Anicia's my home girl. That's all I got, yeah, that's the homie. The song is cool. I don't know if I really enjoy the song, but what I will say is the more music that I hear of hers, I really enjoy her sound because mm-hmm. it's really different than a lot of especially female rappers mm-hmm. right now. And it feels relatable to me that monotone energy because, like, I just, the I girls who get it, it get it. Like, it's, it just adds I don't need to, to get the... too excited. I'm just you know, it I adds love to that. the player for me. It's real it's like, laid back. Yeah, let these hoes know. I love a stoner bitch too. That's my favorite rap bitch right now. <laughs> and I see him rolling up in the music video, my nigga. <laughs> you know, I always wanted to be a video vixen. If you need some extras, hit me up. <laughs> um, I won't be shaking no booty though. I'm too old to be twerking in the music video. Should have got me when I was like younger. <sighs> Um, has anything came out for you this week that had you excited? J Lo dropped her new album, This Is Me Now.
1: It's a sequel to This Is Me Then and I had a good time. I think I listened to all but maybe the last track or the last two tracks. Mm-hmm. But uh
0: you enjoyed it. You I think did. I would like it or not? Nah? I don't know. I think I I'm like too far gonna gone gonna to enjoy J Lo. It might not See. be the music. It's just her specifically. She aggravates the I fuck out of me. I don't think be. you'll
1: be able to. Yeah. Enjoy it. But I had a good time. It. The sound is the production is really good. All throughout the album, it's like just different sounds from the time when the first album came out. So it like puts you back there. It's a vibe.
0: Mm. Fuck with it. Okay. She also is releasing a movie. This This is me now on Amazon Prime. I still don't wanna see that. Um I don't really understand what it's about. My cousin sent me the link and we both honestly just laughed about it for thirty minutes because who has? <laughs> but apparently Amazon Prime because they she got a deal with them. She didn't drop like three movies last year with Amazon Prime. Yeah, people love j Um, You sent me this and I was like honestly really excited about this. Total Meditation, Lil Jon and Kabir Segal, Love me a good meditation album. I mean, I honestly see myself as like a meditation queen. So I was like, this is raw. I love Lil Jon. I just yeah. he I have a special place for him in my heart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Did I ever tell you that when I was in boot camp, we used to like say Lil John." I think so. Yeah, it's like when you in Navy boot camp. I don't know if they still do this because, <clears throat> telling my age, but they like you, they they will allow you to have like a little freedom. So that you could have like sayings for stuff. So like anytime we had to get up or sit down, we would be like, "Yeah," and mm-hmm. then if we had to sit down, we'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun and cute. I love that. But yeah, Lil John is honestly iconic not only for his contributions to music, but all the shit that he do outside of music. Like he was doing the um, house flips. Yeah, mm-hmm. whole show. What was that on? I don't remember but It actually is a good show it, Yeah yeah.
1: They like renovated houses
0: This uh, uh, off topic but I have been wanting to bring this up For weeks but um, Have any of y'all seen Password? The new Password with Kiki Palmer Ugh. Oh the game show It's like one of my favorite shows right now It's like a guilty pleasure even though I have no reason To feel guilty about it It's a really funny show Yeah it really is funny show and um Kiki Palmer is so entertaining and she received an Emmy for it right what Emmy's TV know. right yeah I believe so I don't know she she re- she received a daytime TV Emmy for it or something um drezy dropped this week which some of us were excited about um bitch da you know I feel like you've been waiting for her to come out for a long time. And so now you kind of just like, all right, damn. I just don't take this the
1: wrong way, Dreezy. I just want you to keep going to the studio. I enjoy your music and I would like to have more of it and not
0: a single every three years.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I want another album. It seemed like she might be gearing up to give us that though. I'm going to be honest. I don't think so you don't think so I think she just playing with us she just got in the studio and did something cute she was uh-huh. like let me just show these hoes that I still got bars we know you have bars I mean she still she got other singles she dropped that other song a few months ago with uh, oh girl C B watching on my face when it might be fine what's her name who's that <laughs> it's, that song was like viral on TikTok as a TikTok sound the Lady London is that her name see me working on what well, she say lurking on my page better watch me flow that's what i was saying <laughs> oh <laughs>
1: yeah i think that is her name
0: yeah um and the video was super cute i didn't like the song on be honest with you but the video was very cute because they had did like a destiny's child like um every montage se- yeah. every scene was like a different destiny's child video and i thought that was very cute and mm-hmm. innovative and just I love a nice little throwback. Not enough people talked about that video. I mean, would they though? Three thirty-three. <laughs> um, and then, do you got anything for music of the week? My music, per, um,
1: what's the name of my song? What you need? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute um also check out my youtube you know i got some behind the
0: scenes and all that jazz cherry galore i come right up you should um drop the sound channel too in the description oh it's in there okay if you guys uh, are ever looking to meditate or just want, like, you know, background noise, peaceful sounds, even sleep music. Oh, you need that page. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about. I don't think I'll put that in the description, but I can. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah, if you into that, like, um, white noise or rain or whatever, mm-hmm. stuff that's good for sleeping or meditation, I have a channel for that called Hearing Sounds. Super dope.
0: I love that. Um, What about you? My music of the week is Skrilla Baby. The song Bay. I love that song. I just feel like it makes me feel like a bad bitch. And I love when niggas be like hyping up their girl on a song or whatever. Like I love that. He's like, you know what I'm saying? You know, Bay, you know you fine. Yeah. He'd be telling me out the different hairstyles. I was like, he got sixteen sisters. Cause what do he know about this? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you though. Men who grew up grew up around a lot of women, they know how to take care of women. Um and I don't mean that like just like emotionally or like in a relationship sense, like actually like physically, like my brother, he could do it quickly. He'll be fucking around. Mm. Okay? Shout out to him. Because when you grow up around a lot of women, you be seeing shit. You be observing. I didn't learn a damn thing. Well, you got to be around the that ones job. that was doing it. Okay. I'm sorry. If you live a... They was
1: doing their hair. That's the thing. I had all the opportunity.
0: But, <laughs> girl. Was they doing their hair or was they going to get the hair done? Because that's two different things also. Both. Um. And I was just... I'm just sitting in the chair. Sometimes I be coming for y'all because I be like thinking y'all live like a high life like you know what I'm saying like if What's you go regular? get your hair done regularly you probably don't know how to do your hair but if you don't have no choice but to learn how to do your hair then you know how to do your hair it's like those girls who are everything girls which I'm low-key one of them but I'm like rebuking that in the name of Jesus because I don't want to do everything no more but like mm-hmm. I could do my own hair I could do my own nails I could do my own skincare yeah I got to a point where I had to do my hair, and I said,
1: snip, snip, lock, lock. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't learn how to flat iron my hair until college, and it was not great.
0: Wow. That's crazy, girl. I think I was, by the time I was in sixth grade, I was doing my own ponytails. By the time I was in seventh grade, I was braiding my hair. So... I could barely
1: get a ponytail, right? <laughs> they used to hurt, though. A fake ponytail? Oh, no. I'm in mean just putting my hair in a ponytail. Uh,
0: where I'm from, when I say get a ponytail, it alludes to the fact that it's not your hair. Oh. Yeah. Like, um. What are you making time for this week? Sleep. As much
1: as I can, I guess. Yeah.
0: I'm making time for selling these Girl Scout cookies. I need these bitches out of our living room. So, um, you know, if you're local. I mean, obviously, if you're not local, you feel free to put in an order online. But if you are local, that would be more helpful. <laughs> yeah. and, and so we could deliver the cookies to you. So, yeah. But I'm proud of Eva. She did really good this week making her little sales. Yeah. Yeah, so that's Show what I'm out. making time for. Make time for those sales. Well, without further ado. I've, I've got, got time. time. <laughs> <laughs> You're so so <laughs> Me?
1: <laughs> you just came in hot. I've got time. <laughs> Girl, you want to do it again?